0: Welcome to the Today Counts show. Today does count because it impacts, it influences your tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. The Today Counts podcast is sponsored by the generous donors of the Lead Today community. I'm your host, Kim Piper. Hey everybody. I've had something on my mind for a while that I wanted to talk about today on the podcast. Do you know what you believe? Do you know what you believe and do you know why you believe it? There is a proverb in the Bible, Proverbs 1 7. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. I want to read that again. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That's the beginning of knowledge. You know, the understanding that there is a God, there is accountability, there is purpose in life. You know, there's meaning and significance. All of this matters. Everything matters. Uh, I don't mean everything matters, but but life matters. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. It's the beginning. It's the birthplace of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So what we believe, it really does matter. It, it shapes how we think. It shapes how you think. What you believe matters, and it shapes how you think, and it shapes how you behave. It it determines your focus. It determines my focus, what's important to you, what's important to us. That's what the power of belief does. What we believe, I can say, is really like our treasure. What we believe is our engine. It's our treasure. It's, It's where the good stuff is, what we believe. For example, at work... It's your secret weapon at work, or it's your kryptonite. It's one of the two. In other words, if you believe in your organization and the leadership of your organization, and specifically the person that you report to, the direction of the organization and the strategy of the organization, you will be at your best. You will perform at your best. Now, if you doubt one of those components, whether it be the organization itself what it stands for, its mission, its values, etc., the leadership, the direction that it's heading, or the strategy, the how-to, they plan on accomplishing these things. If you doubt any one of those, your performance will not be the best. So that's an example of the power of belief, at least at work. Let's go home for a minute. Let's take on the idea of home, of marriage, of family. What you believe about family, what you believe about the purpose of family, determines the priority, the weight, the responsibility that you place upon it. Now, many don't realize the treasure of family until, well, let's just say it, until they they lose it or lose part of it. They, They don't realize sometimes what they had until they've lost it. And, and they never really embrace the whole package. Because see, your view of the home is so important that if you have a, a view of home, a few of a view of family that does not just include the good, but also the bad and the ugly. If it doesn't include that in your belief system, you're, you're going to have a problem because see, belief is stronger than circumstances and feelings. If you have the right belief system, the right core values of what it means to be part of a family, to have a home, your belief will be stronger than your difficulties, your bad days, your ugly days. Your belief will be stronger than those circumstances and certainly stronger than fleeting feelings that sometimes feel like facts. The person who is driven by their feelings, they really do believe at times that their feelings are facts. And that's why they make some of the horrible decisions that they sometimes make. In other words, what I'm trying to say is that believing is becoming. Believing, I-N-G, believing an ongoing thing, not just I believed, but something that I am cultivating, something that I am exercising, something that I am practicing, believing is becoming. What do you believe and why do you believe it at work and at home? When you believe faithfulness in marriage to the end is more important than your personal needs and secret fantasies, you will invest in your marriage. That's what you will do. You will, you will make it a priority. You've probably heard me say this before, but As much as I love my kids and my grandkids, I have invested my relational currency into the priority of my marriage, believing that having a good marriage, a great marriage is one of the best gifts I could give to my kids or my grandkids, even more so than excellent parenting skills. I believe that there's an overflow of a positive and healthy marriage that blesses everyone who is within that. When you believe that marriage is important and you invest in it, then what that means and what it looks like is you will listen to those who help you do it, who, who help you succeed at it, who will help you to continue on the faithful and serving path. And then you will also, on, on the opposite side, you'll turn a deaf ear to those who give you permission to throw in the towel in the name of happiness. Because after all, you deserve it. You deserve to be happy. That's what they will say. So that's the power of belief. It has the power to build up. It has the power to finish strong. It has the power to be faithful in a marriage until death do us part. But it also has the power to tear apart families, all depending upon what you believe. What about purpose? Belief in purpose. When you believe that life is a gift, you gain a perspective of gratitude and positive energy. I'm going to say that again. When you believe life itself is a gift from God, you gain perspective. Specifically, you gain a perspective of gratitude and positive energy. Even though I have used the phrase already, and I use it often, it applies here too. It applies here just the same. Purpose does transcend the good, the bad, and the ugly things in this life. Purpose has the power to order chaos. That's the power that it has. But you have to believe that your life matters and that your life has a purpose. Purpose is bigger than the good, the bad, and the ugly. Purpose is powerful. So you know what? Many ask me, well, how do I identify my purpose? How, how does that happen? Where where does that come? And it sounds so weird, you know, to be talking about as a human, you know, what kind of purpose do I have? Well, the answer to that question is at least another article, if not a whole nother book that can be dedicated to purpose. But the simple and most important answer has to do with our relationship to God and others, you know, Jesus said this, and it was, and it has been repeated, who knows how many times since. But Scripture records Jesus saying this, and Scripture clearly teaches that there is a purpose to human life—to simply love God and others. To love God and others. Now, when you think about loving God, what do you you think about? Well. If life is a gift from God and you did not choose to be born, you can choose what you do with your life. And and think about that what you do with your life, you have the opportunity to give it back to God as a gift of gratitude to him for giving you life in the first place. Let's bring out the phrase again. No matter how good, bad, or ugly life can be, it is still a gift Because at least from the Christian worldview, life is eternal. And so this is not all there is. But what I do with my life is my gift back to God and to others. So again, Scripture clearly teaches to love God and others is to live as God intended for you to live. So that's the first answer to to purpose, the, the simple, broad umbrella answer. But secondly, and more specifically, you know, identifying your gifts, your skills, your strengths, your uniqueness, your resources, and the passion that you have. And to take those and to uh, aim those and direct those in service to the same God and others is how you bring your purpose in full living color, in full living color. I believe that belief impacts your ability to be a great employee or a great business owner or a great leader at work. I I believe that belief has a lot to do with the, maybe not the situation of your home, but, but what will come of it because of your belief system about home, about family, about marriage, about kids, about those kinds of things. And I certainly believe that belief has much to do with understanding purpose, exercising purpose, and living with purpose in our lives. But you know what? There's one more area that I want to talk about when it comes to belief, and it's your destiny, your destiny, right? Your destiny, what, what am I talking about specifically? I'm talking about eternity. I'm talking about faith, right? That's what I'm talking about. And faith, you know, it it seems to be the topic that divides us more than any other. Isn't that interesting? Have you ever pondered that? That that faith or, you know, we like to use the term religion instead of faith. but, But faith, yep, what you put your faith in seems to be the topic that divides more than any other. Yet, I'm amazed how so many approach this very difficult topic casually. And, and many privately. So when I ask people what they believe about eternal matters, many of them respond in broad generalities. When I ask probing questions, you know, based upon their answers, I try to get in a conversation. Uh, rarely do I hear anything of substance. It, it's almost as if they're just repeating sound bites that they heard and maybe way back to decades ago, or maybe they're going to still sing, sing some sort of, you know, victim song about you know, church hurt or the things that happened to them when, when they were younger and they're still holding on to that rope or really hanging themselves by that rope. But when I ask these probing questions and I'm trying to get a conversation going, I often, not all the time, but I often hear a lack of substance. I, I hear things that are honestly kind of embarrassing for an intelligent being. And not only do, when I do hear something where it sounds like a sound bite, which I've heard, you know, a thousand times before, but it's almost as if they are making it up as they go. If belief is such a powerful force for work, uh, you know, athletics, work, anything of, of achievement, if that can be substantiated, which I think it can, I I I think it can. I think attitude has proven to be much more valuable than many people would give it. So if belief is such a powerful force at work, at home, and in purpose, why does it seem less applied to the most important questions a person can ask? Like, you know, what, what happens when I die? Or is that, is that it? Is that it? Is that over? So, wow, that was it. My 30 years of life, my 60 years of life, my 80 years of life, is that it? Is there another reality? Do I go there automatically? If there is another reality that is beyond the grave, Does my soul go there automatically? Is it just like, you know, does it just appear somewhere else? You know, talk to me about this thing called heaven and hell. Talk to me about, you know, she went to a better place. He's in a better place. Well, what what is that? We hear that all the time. He's in a better place. She's in a better place. What does that mean? You know, as I said earlier, I didn't choose to be born. Well, let's put it in the form of a question. I didn't choose to be born, but do I have a say where I go next? I mean, don't, don't you think about these questions? At least sometimes they seem to be awfully important questions to me. All right. So let's turn the page and and let's talk about religion just for a second. Religion is a channel. It's a channel that organizes beliefs and it's therefore becomes a belief system. I, I think it's, I think it's fair to say that, that Religion is a channel that organizes belief systems while recruiting and training their believers, its believers. I think there's honest religion and I think there's dishonest religion. I think honest religion attempts to answer the questions that we talked about earlier, or at least some of them or even more of them. A dishonest religion sees an opportunity and it's simply attempting to sell answers to the most vulnerable I think most level-headed people would agree with the statements that I just made, that not all religion is horrible and bad and evil, but it's not all good either. So because there is bad religion out there, dishonest religion, should that be a reason why you've become casual, disinterested, or maybe somehow you simply believe that whatever you believe is true and so therefore it will come true? You believe you're going to become an angel, so therefore you become an angel. Is that what you believe? Is, is belief that powerful where you can decide simply what is true and therefore it becomes true? These are just things that I want you to think about. Prior to attending a Christian seminary, I, I studied Christianity. I did this prior to Christian seminary because as a young man, I was raised in a Christian home. And I do believe that my mom and dad met well, and and I believe that they exposed me to really good things, and and they also uh, protected me from a lot of bad things. But I'm just kind of wired in such a way that, you know, I I really wanted to try to understand the world to me was a big place, and so I just did not want to become a product of my environment only, if you will. So... On my own, I began to study. I studied Christianity, uh, Eastern Orthodox Christianity, Catholicism, Protestantism, and its many denominations, and there are many. I studied Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, and Buddhism. I studied Unitarianism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Christian Science, and Mormonism. That's pretty much the block that I gave myself to to study. Now, for me, that was a very healthy process because it, it allowed me to really get inside the head of all my fellow, my other fellow humans, and the things and the difference between East and West, and and just how things have developed over the centuries, and how so many things make sense. Of, of why this happened or why this religion happened or why that religion happened well without the same time becoming one of those ignorant people who simply believe that all religions bring people to God and boy that is really really naive that goes back to simply saying if I believe this it'll be it'll come true as naive as that can be so. Perhaps the most disturbing finding of all is when I meet someone who claims to be a member of one of these religious tribes, and I'm I'm talking about all of them, oftentimes they do not know what they believe. In other words, they claim to be a part of this religion or that religion or this group or that group, but when you begin to probe them and ask them sometimes some of the most basic common things that they could Google— They do not know them. In other words, they identify with something that they can't even explain what the belief system is. I wonder, could this be why so many do not have the power of belief in their destiny, that they simply haven't really dived in to the most important question of all, more important than career, More important than tomorrow. More important than the troubles of the day. Something to think about. If you're not part of the Lead Today community, let me invite you. Go to leadtodaycommunity.com. That's leadtodaycommunity.com and sign up for Monday Moments. It's a weekly email that will encourage your leadership. Again, thank you for joining us today. And thank you for telling a friend about the Today Counts show.